Hello, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. I am Roger Manus, your host. We are coming to you from our studios at the Rome News Tribune. And boy, do we have a great show for you today. The pre-show was entertaining, so get ready to stand by. Um, we're joined by a lot of people who were recently honored at the Best of Rome by the Rome News Tribune. So I'm going to go around the table and just do a quick introduction and just if you can kind of say hello and who you are and things like that, okay? We're represented by Greater Community Bank. Uh, Rhonda Wallace, Vice President of Greater Banking, also serves on the Floyd County Commission. How you doing, Rhonda? Tell me a little bit about your job there at Greater Community Bank. Yes, sir. Good morning. What an honor to be here today. I'm so excited to tell you a little bit about Greater Community Bank, it has been a great experience, a great bank. We have great people. Um, greater Banking, a lot of people say, what is Greater Banking? Greater Banking is similar to what you used to call private banking in a lot of banks. We are called Greater Banking because that goes with our name, Greater Banking. So any need you have, if it's deposits, loans, mortgages, Whatever, we are available to take care of you. Well, you mentioned mortgages, so let's let's introduce your partner in, in banking over here, Terry Ainsworth. Uh, you are also honored as the Best of Rome, Best Mortgage Banker. Welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about what you do there. Hey, good morning. Happy to be here. Um, like Rhonda said, we love the word great. You know, we don't <laughs> believe in good. We want to do it great. Um, we have greater rates, greater mortgages. We just have a, a great team all together. Um, it's great to be here. So, well, well, welcome. So you guys are in the banking business across the table from you. We have some real estate agents from Hardy Realty here. It is Colin Powell. I knew I was going to screw that up. Uh, Colin from Hardy Realty and his wife, Elizabeth Powell. So, uh, Colin, let's start with you. Just tell us a little bit about your role at Hardy and what it means to be there. I am Colin Powell. Uh sell real estate primarily in the residential field and just specialize in some investing. Um, it's great to be at Hardy. Great to be a part of a real estate company that's so ingrained in our community. And and Colin, unfortunately you weren't you weren't best of Rome, but you're married to Best of Rome, correct? The best real estate agent in Rome? So I'm the best real estate agent in Rome sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> so and so Elizabeth, just talk about uh being best of Rome and the best real estate. Congratulations. Um, hey, it's great to be here. Um, I was voted best of Rome. I am a real estate agent here. Uh, my expertise is in Rome, and I just love being part of the community and helping serve people in our community. So Greater Community Bank was was uh, the best banker in Rhonda. I know you'd been honored a couple of times over the years, but Elizabeth, you're a you've won two years in a row as best real estate agent. You know, a three peat is really hard. Are you, you know, is the pressure on? Can you handle it? The pressure's on. <laughs> I'm hoping I can uh, keep the title as best around this year, but Hey, you never know. <laughs> well, and just so people know when, when all four of you walked in, um, for, for, before the show, it's like y'all immediately knew each other. There's hugging going on. So just tell me about the relationship, Terry, let's go to you about being in the mortgage business, greater community bank and Hardy realty. I would imagine there's a lot of stuff going on all the time. Oh yeah. I love Hardy. And you know, Elizabeth, I've known goodness gracious. She's probably, you know, this is Rome, Georgia. I think I've known <laughs> her since she's five or six. So it goes yeah. beyond real estate. Um, they both graduated school, the same high school that my daughter did, so I've known them forever. But the relationship that we have is amazing, and just doing business with them is easy, easy breezy. Because she has, to me, she has the hard part. She finds the, the houses, and I get to do the financing. So, um, 
And We're then, a team. It's and, a teamwork. And then we do business together. Um, mm-hmm. So, Rhonda, tell me a little bit about your background in banking. Well, I actually started in banking way back in 1980, um, and I started my first job in banking at National City Bank, which was on Broad Street. And at that time, I did a little bit of a lot of different things and just have learned over the years that banking is about relationships, just like it is for the real estate market. You begin making those uh, relationships and you continue making those relationships. And as you build those relationships, then you get more clients, more customers, and they just follow you wherever you go. And it just is a wonderful experience. Well, that's one of the things that we try to do here at, at Rome Business Radio. Part of what the Business Radio X brand is about making those connections. Uh, you know, you build relationships, you build business. Uh, Elizabeth, can you touch on that? How important personal relationships are in the in the buying and selling of homes? Yes. Yeah, so like I tell everybody is the our clients are family. They aren't just our clients. We're not at for the commission, and that's probably why we have done so well. Um, is because we think more about our clients than our pocketbooks. Yeah. So um, we love taking care of our clients, and um, you know what works best for them. And if you know if we know something's wrong with a house, and we're going to ultimately tell them, hey, you know this is not a great idea to buy this house, but we're we're looking at for them. Yeah. Okay. Now, Colin, you you took a little bit of an unusual route before real estate. You went into the Marine Corps first, correct? Yes, sir. So thank you for your service, first of all. Can you tell me a little bit about your service? Where were you? And, and I understand your your expertise was in technology. If you could just talk to I'm, – I'm digressing here, ladies, for just a minute. I want to learn about the Marine Corps. <laughs> yes, sir. So I, uh, I graduated here locally from Pepper High School, left right after that, and went into the Marine Corps. Um, and – about 2009, and I went into like the field that I believe I hated most, which was absolutely computers. So I avoided getting into computers, and my ASWEB score actually wound up getting me selected. Uh, <laughs> and so they kind of picked me and put me into what they call the needs of the Marine Corps. And so I went to computers. Uh, there was actually a small detachment in Athens, Georgia. Um, and so I went there and graduated from there, went to ethical hacking school, and then served several different roles, system administrators, uh, and network administrators in Afghanistan, different places. Uh, I've, uh, I love doing, uh, I loved how it transitioned me into real estate because I believe that technology is the way of the future for the, the industry. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, well, first of all, quickly, how long did you serve in Afghanistan, in country? Uh, nine months. Okay. And was that uh, tough, brutal, rewarding, all of the above? Uh, it's definitely challenging uh, once you adapt to a different lifestyle. I mean, you don't have all the basic necessities that you have here. Um, so once you get over that hurdle, it actually becomes easier because every day winds up. It's almost like Groundhog Day. It's just it's planned out. You know what you're going to do every day. There's very little surprises. So to me, it actually was uh, it was nice to be able to just know no surprises, just know what I got to do, focus on the mission, focus on everything that I had to do for my piece of keeping everybody in support of the operations. So you mentioned technology and real estate. What what are some of the things that you're talking about there? What are we growing toward? How is it helpful and useful? Uh, it's definitely helpful through client communications. Uh, databases are a huge portion of the business. Um, is just being able to communicate effectively back and forth with the clients. Um, I'd say that's, you know, 
for personal like client care, that's uh, how we use it the most. Advertising, Facebook, target marketing, things like that. Um, however, I think that you know the real estate industry, as technology keeps advancing, is becoming is it's altering or changing it in different ways. You have a lot of iBuyer programs, and that's essentially just how people are making electronic bids and. And it's changing how we have to operate, and it's changing how I believe everyone has to operate. It's going to be um, a lot of advancement to the industry. Um, so, Terry, over on the banking side, how is technology something critical to what you do every day with your customers? Yes, we, we use it. We have an online site. But with me, I always tell your way is my way. So I always ask the customers what's best for you because there's still people who still like to come in the bank for that personal touch. Right. So if they want to come in for, you know, to work with me face to face, that's good. If they want to do it by email, text, online. So my way is your way. Right. Because everybody's different. You'll be amazed. There's some elderly couples I have that want to apply online. And I got some young ones that's like, hey, I want to come in. I want to see you. I want to meet you. So whatever's best for you, again, is best for me. What is, um, you mentioned different ages and all mm-hmm. that, but what about the person, and Rhonda, you can touch on this as well. What what do they need to, they want to borrow money to buy a house for the first time. What are the first things that you need to advise them on? What are the, the key elements to touch on to prepare them for what, what's coming ahead? Well, I think the first thing they have to do is just realize what their monthly expenses are. And what their monthly income is. And then you can go from there just to make sure that they qualify. And not only do they qualify, but do they want to spend that much money on a house payment every month? You don't want to be able to not go out to eat and not do the fun things you want to do just because you have a house payment. So you just want to make sure that you're getting right where they want to be as far as how much money they're going to be spending each month on that payment. And Elizabeth, when you're selling, I mean, you have to keep track of that too for them, right? To try to put them in the house that best fits their budget. So how do you approach that with your customers? Well, before we go out and meet customers, in our first phone call that we talk to them, we talk to them, what are you comfortable with paying? Before we get them pre-approved, what are you comfortable with paying? Because if you tell me that you're comfortable with, you know, a $1,800 house payment, you don't need to be, and if you get pre-approved for more, then you shouldn't be hey, I'm approved for this, but you told me we have to bring them back to reality. You told me that you were eight, um, that you were comfortable with 1800 So what, I mean, I know the house is nicer, but what are you comfortable with? Right. Because we don't want to get in a transaction and you freak out whenever you see the payment. <laughs> right. Uh, so it's trying to keep the people within their means and you're conscious of that too. Mm-hmm. How, what's the current market like? Well, it depends. <laughs> what price range are you looking at? <laughs> Um, of all course. Oh, the heck with it. It's not my money. <laughs> um, I mean, that's a good question. It's, it's going to be Greater Community Bank's money. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, wait, that's not the way it works. It's really your money. Uh, go ahead. You I'm do sorry. You have to pay it back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it, it really differs whether you're a buyer, seller, investor, because if you're a seller right now, it's a seller's market, limited inventory, things are selling, days on market are down. So that's excellent. If you're a buyer, it's a more competitive space. You already get to have your ducks in a row. It's no longer the days where you can take and go see houses and then decide, well, I'm going to get pre-approved now. It's more we have to be pre-approved. We have to have the pre-approval letter. That way, you know, the customer that saw it yesterday that 
said, we're going to think about it. It's the people that saw it yesterday. They're going to make that offer today. So you can't take time to sit here and think about it and then try to get pre-approved. That's going to eat up a lot of your time and take away your competitive advantages with making offers. Yeah. So Terry, when people come in the bank and they, you know, what are you running into in regards to that? When I have an agent or a customer say they need pre-approved, I know they mean right now, right this minute. (laughs) You have to do it Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. It's not a Monday through Friday, nine to five job. It is a job that you're doing at seven in the morning. Sometimes I have realtors text me nine, 10 at night, Monday through Sunday. You got to be ready because that realtor needs that letter. They mean they need that letter right this minute. So, wait, so <laughs> Rhonda, give you an example? Uh, sure, yeah. you, go, you go ahead. Y'all just. I called Terry while she was at the Bruno Mars concert, and she pre-approved somebody for me right then and there. <laughs> Had to. Uh, well, so, so uh, what was Bruno singing at the time? Well, we were actually in the car going to the concert. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have heard it, but that's where the online site came available and helped. You know, I was able to text the customer, text them the site, and they could go and do it. You know, then. So relationship, technology, it's all. And being it all, available anytime they yes, need you. You've available. got to be it. You've so, got to be available. So, Rhonda, they just shot down a great big myth about <laughs> bankers. You know, banker's hours. We've all heard that. <laughs> you, you, you know, you close early, you open late, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, so can you just expand upon how y'all are there all the time to serve your customers? Yes, we are. Um, a lot of people are morning people. Some people are evening people. But if you're a banker and you are trying to take care of your customers, you're available when they need you. We have people that work all different shifts. So um, I do a lot of loans and um, have a lot of relationships with physicians. And obviously they go to work really early. So sometimes it may be Six o'clock in the morning, I get a text that they need to do a transfer because they're going to be in surgery all day. So they're not going to be able to get back with you until the end of the day. So that text makes me know uh, what to do and how to take care of them. As far as loans, we have the same thing. You can do a lot of information online. Uh, a lot of people do like to come in. And I think uh, one thing that I, I think we're really good at and we were work really well with our realtors is to let them know when the customer first talks to us and tells us they're trying to save money for a home we go ahead and let them know exactly what they got to have in order to get a home loan and how to get approved and go ahead and start that process from the very beginning we don't wait until they have enough money saved up we go ahead and start letting them know what to do so what's interesting is some of this of course is is so the the banker and in this instance the realtor you're working for a client when the client may not even know you're working because y'all are doing this communication mm-hmm. on the way to the Bruno Mars concert yeah. or whatever. But uh, what about the average customer that just wants to be able to access their accounts online and get, get cash from an ATM? Just talk about your services there for just the routine daily banking transactions. Well, I mean, with the ATMs now, there is – Definitely 24-hour service. You can always get your money out. And, you know, even when you go to the grocery store or Walmart or wherever, you can always get cash back with your card. So there's always ability to get your cash at any given time. And as far as making deposits, you can make deposits by taking pictures of your checks and deposit them. So there's just lots of ways technology has come into play um, in our banking world. In fact, now when you come in to open your deposit account, we have a little signature pad, and you just sign the signature pad instead of actually signing an actual piece of paper. And we do have times where you do sign a piece of paper, but 
everything is electronic, which is good. It makes it much easier for everybody. And obviously, you can read it because a lot of people's handwriting is not good. So (laughs) that is good, too. You're preaching to the choir here. Uh Uh, So, Elizabeth, uh, switching gears here a little bit. What do you wish you had known when you first started out in real estate? Oh, this is a great question because we're sitting across from mortgage lenders. If I would have known that, you know, every mortgage lender is different and everybody offers different things, then we could have saved so many deals whenever we first started out by just referring them to a different lender. Oh, gotcha. What about you? I'd have to second that. Um, you know, I thought a lot of it was when I got into real estate, I was going to like, it's going to be my own boss. I was going to get to make my own hours, all these beautiful <laughs> I, fantasies. I'm guessing you you're, I'm guessing your boss is Elizabeth, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> She's the boss. Uh, and then you got a lot of other additional bosses. Everybody you work for dictate your time. So, I mean, if you want to take the best care of them you can, then you have to, like she said, be on demand. You have to be responsive to their needs. So you have a lot of different bosses and then, and then you work when they're off. So everybody's like, well, it's holiday weekend. We're going to the lake. Well, some of those people that when it's a holiday weekend, they, they're looking for houses. So you mm-hmm. know what you're doing? You're looking for houses. So I adopted how many ever buyer bosses or seller bosses that we're with in addition to Elizabeth. Every uh, vacation, your laptop's with mm-hmm. you, your phone's with you. I was in Hawaii working at four in the morning because of the time change. Right. You know, it was four in the morning in Hawaii, but it was six. Uh, well, it was 10 here. Right. So you just, you, you got to get to it. You got to work all the time. I just want Sounds to like to me, you go to Hawaii and Bruno Mars concerts. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. you're, but you got to have fun in life too. You know, yeah, the I'm Lord only gave us so many days. You appreciate what you do. I, I just want to say, like I was telling Rhonda this morning, like with me, I started the bank in 2003. Um, Greater Community Bank's the only bank I've ever worked at. I don't have, never had a reason to leave. They've been good to me. I love them. Um, Work with the best people. But when doing houses, I know Elizabeth and them probably see what I like. The first-time homebuyers are wonderful. And then you have where they want to buy another house. So they need a bigger house because they have more children. So then you have that return customer. And then you have the grandparents that want to move to their – that's one of my favorite. You know, they want to live by their grandchildren. So there's so many advantages and positives in being in our our job that we get to see and experience that makes every bit of it worthwhile. Every bit of it. Ron, to touch on that a little bit. So it's not just one transaction one time. You're hoping to build a relationship that lasts a lifetime. Is that correct? That is exactly right. And and so how how heartwarming is that to share that experience that she was just touching on? It it is it is very rewarding. And I think banking is very rewarding. We were talking this morning about how many people that you look back on that you took care of their parents and when you banked their parents within their child decided they were getting married and then they needed a loan for an engagement ring and then it was on to a house and then it was on to children and college and then their first house and then a beach house or you know it just goes on and on that you are able to continue to help those people not only in the banking in the bank itself but I mean at the grocery store at the football game or baseball game wherever you are you're always working yeah that's 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 a cool perspective on what y'all do because we get so bogged down in today 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 and getting the deal done, but you're impacting lives mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. decades, generations. So that's that's pretty cool, um, Elizabeth. Um, what advice would you give somebody that's maybe interested in in pursuing a career in real estate? Well, um, work hard. <laughs> yeah, work hard. 
Colin, help me out with this one. <laughs> you know, I'd say probably the biggest thing is it's going to be a a financial shock to you. I mean, transitioning from a paid job where, you know, if you go into certain hours, I'm going to make a certain amount of money based on your hourly wage. And when you get into real estate, it's all dependent on your actions and your sales. So um, probably the biggest piece of advice I could give somebody who wants to transition into real estate is have three months of expenses set aside before you come into it. And a lot of people try to they try to play go the safe route and they try to work their job, get a real estate license part time. It's very hard to serve your clients effectively if this is a part time job for you because you're providing part time service. So if you want to be serious about getting into this career, I would take set aside three months expenses. That way it's going to take from your first time you meet a client to through the transaction process, get them under contract and actually closing them. You have enough to carry. You're not worried about money because that's when you get what I call commission breath. So you're just <laughs> chasing commissions and it's very, you can right. see it. It's very apparent that the agents that need the money when they're trying to sell something, um, you really want to avoid that. And so just, Prepare for about three months of expenses and then go full force, 100% in. Don't try to come in part-time. All right. That's the great advice. And you coined a hashtag commission breath. <laughs> that, that's that's a – and I, I, I do see what you mean there. Uh, switching gears a little bit for just kind of a question for the table. Um, relationship building is important because then that leads to word of mouth and people to help you grow your business. What I mean, there's technology. There's advertising. What do you do – you know, to market yourselves. What does Greater Community Bank do? What do you guys do as real estate agents, you know, to, you know, get your name out there so people will come and do business? I mean, this is, this platform is a great one to help kind of get the name out there. But Rhonda, what does Greater Community Bank do uh, to just try to, you know, get their name out there? Well, definitely we do a newspaper ad. And then we have lots of billboards. We do Facebook, we do Instagram. We do all kind of uh, social media that is possible. And then, of course, we are in the community every day, and we are sponsoring events. We give our time to a lot of different civic clubs. We give back to the community. And I think, you know, being there where people are, I think that's that's the best word of mouth and the best advertisement you can get because they know who you are because of what you do and where you go and how you're involved and what you give back to the community. So those are the people they want to deal with. And, and I would imagine that there's kind of a mirror reflection of that. You, you, you do this community engagement, but then it comes back at you with business. Terry, do you have that experience? Do they come back in and, and saying, Oh, I've heard about you or so-and-so referred me to you, things like that. Yeah. and I think like Rhonda said, you just get real involved and basically you do your job because that return customers, happy customers are the ones that's going to do the best advertisement for you, I think, you know, personally. Um, but yeah, getting out there in the community speaks for itself and you do that because you want to, because you want to, I'm, I'm funny, you want to help people. When I when we do things in the community, I'm not doing it really for my business. I'm doing it for actually the community. Right. And um, for ourselves. It's for very ourself. rewarding for mm-hmm. ourselves you know, to be able to do something for somebody that, sure. that's rewarding. Sure. Um, we were all at the, uh, the Floyd fights hunger together. That was so just, fun. I mm-hmm. mean, they created a massive assembly line of just creating, I think it was 60,000 meals. That right. They were 60, meals. Mm-hmm. We were all there working, but it, like I said, mm-hmm. and that felt good 
to just help the others, so, help so feed. You're serving the community, and at the same time, there's a secondary branding of your business that's going mm-hmm. on. That's mm-hmm. great, but it's just a side effect from from your right. perspective on that. But in in the real estate agent, I mean, you not only do you have to build build personal relationships, but it's probably a constant battle because there's so many agents out there. They're <laughs> that, yeah. very, so, competitive. Very, very competitive. Very competitive. So, so besides besides winning best of Rome two years in a row, <laughs> I mean, is social media, you know, signage, what do, what do you guys do? Well, actually, we pay for no advertising. Um, we only do social media marketing. So um, we took, we used to pay for Zillow and now we have, Moved in probably about six months ago. We have transferred just to social media and word of mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that necessarily advertising because we do pay for advertising. Uh, it's more that's probably lead generation. I, I, got, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Through the uh, through the advertising, I'd say you know we every Hardy puts everything that we have and any open houses, anything in the paper. They pay for all the signage. They put it in LandWatch.com. Different. Uh, different websites and different things. And then part of our industry, I mean, part of the marketing is starts with the photos. Um, if you don't, it's kind of like a Facebook profile picture. It's got to catch your eye. You got to like, you, you have to, it has to be your best photo. And if you have somebody taking photos of a beautiful house with a camera phone, it's just not going to do it justice. It's, you want your best foot forward right from that so-called profile picture of the house. And then that carries through. But one of the, uh, we really use Facebook. Uh, Facebook's a big driver for our business. Uh, do a lot of target marketing. And so you can take and do a lot of paid advertising. Um, and you can really target specifics. Um, and it's cut down a lot to actually what you can target, but you can almost land an ad in somebody's house if you know that their likes and dislikes. So you can really put that house right in front of who you think's really going to love it. So you're really, you're really getting creepy in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm hunting them out. I'm gonna put them, look, if you like golf, I'm going to start targeting people. If you're in the house on a golf course, I'm going to target somebody uh, that loves golf. That absolutely makes sense. But the fact that you're getting inside my Facebook, no, I, 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 totally, get, I totally get it. I know it's all demographic targeted. I, I get that. Um, how, how, uh, again, another kind of a question for the table. I guess we'll start with you, Terry. How, how, um, what kind of attention do y'all pay to like national economic indicators, you know, things like that or unemployment rate, interest rates, obviously interest rates affect what goes on, but how does that all affect, uh, banking here in Rome, Georgia? Oh, goodness. That's a big question. <laughs> Thank you for starting with me. <laughs> you know, it, go start with Rhonda, go back. interest rates really trigger, yeah, the market. And yeah. it's very important to banking. Um, and, you know, like last week, I my phone blew up because the um, rates dropped. But it wasn't the long-term mortgage rates. The you prime know, rate. It was the prime rate Short-term. So everybody's texting me, hey, I, can I get a lower rate? When they were texting you, were you at, at the bank or were you at a concert? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm, at the bank. I'm at Go the ahead. bank. I, I need to book some concerts. I was at the bank. And, you know, it's just, um, but rates in all the economy is very important. You know, I, well, it's 2016 when everything dropped and for the mortgage, I mean, the realtor side. Then everybody was refinancing at that time because right. – Things were tough, so the economy does affect realtors and bankers both. And and Rhonda, maybe if you could speak to this in your capacity as vice president, just talk about the financial 
stability of Greater Community Bank. You guys are in a great economic position, are you not? Yes, we are. In yeah. fact, we are having the best the best year that Greater Community Bank has ever had. Uh, not only are we expanding in the Cartersville market, but our Rome location uh, is doing great, and our um, Calhoun location is also doing great. So it is going to be the best year that Greater Community Bank has ever had. And so I'm just excited to be a part of that team uh, as we're doing great. But banking in general is, um, in in most markets, is doing better. I mean, the market is up. Uh, lots of people have jobs. If you want a job, you have the opportunity to work. So we've just got to teach people as long as they're working, just try to save some money, and put some money away for those days that we don't have such a great economy. But right now, the economy is great. Uh, and I also know that Greater Community Bank is getting ready to expand into Cartersville soon, yes. so we'll just all pay attention to that. So congratulations on the expansion. Thank you. Uh, so you've convinced people to save a little bit of money so they can go buy a house and have their down payment, right, right Elizabeth? That's right. I, I, that's right. We all work together, <laughs> and that's the best thing. We can pick up the phone and call each other and say, hey, you know, what's going on? What can we do? How many like how many houses did you sell like last year? How many transactions do you do you do? Last year we closed um, right at eighty one transactions. You you personally? Well, me and my husband. Uh, I was, yes, I was going to say <laughs> me uh, and my husband. So. Um, um, wow, that's <laughs> a lot. That's impressive. Cha ching. Good job. <laughs> uh, so, put in perspective, we were talking about working weird hours and all that. Uh, so this big question will be for you. So like, uh, you're married, you're juggling, you're, you're trying to buy and sell houses. And they have a beautiful dog. I was going to say you, you have a child. Uh, how do you make all that work? Ah, oh, man. Um, chaos. It, it's controlled chaos. You got a lot of family, uh, support that helps us. I take over for Elizabeth. Elizabeth takes over for me. Um, the fact that, you know, we're both licensed, we can pick up and, and help each other a lot. Um, so when there's times where I need to show and I'm, she's available, then she can take and take over. We just kind of work with each other and then plan out the schedule. So it's very convenient being a team versus just being maybe a solo practitioner and not having somebody that can do the same thing. And, and do you guys kind of self-motivate each other? Like what's your biggest driving factor? Well, you know, family and giving back. You know, I love to give back to the community. If we're able and if God's given it to us, I would love to give it back. Uh, that's a great answer. What about, okay, over here. Um, over here. <laughs> I'm bouncing back and forth but across you know, the table to you. Rhonda and I are a team, too. Even though, like, I'm a mortgage banker and she's a private banker, we um, we work together a lot, more than anybody knows. Like, So if you need to get out-of-the-box type banking, me and we do that. We work together as a team. So um, what was, what's the kind of bit of advice you give somebody walking in? They're scared to death. They're coming in to borrow money. What, what can you tell them to alleviate their fears? What do they need to know? What do they need to do? What do they need to bring you? Need to bring us a pay stub. That's usually the first thing. Bring us a pay stub. Bring us your tax returns. We can look at that and quickly tell you, um, you know, where – what you can't afford and what you can't afford and what would be good for you. And and that would um, depend on why they're scared. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's I mean, different reasons. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody in the world's different. So, you know, it, it would just depend on why you, what, what makes you nervous. Why and there's are so you many products out there mm-hmm. that, you know, if one, the conventional route doesn't go for you, there's other options. So don't be afraid of banking. We're here to help you. So that's, so that's our relax. goal. It's just right. It's like, like this come. radio, you know, just, <laughs> 
come in, in to talk. Come in and talk business. That's right. So how often do y'all do business together, Greater Community Bank and Hardy? Like all day, every day? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Even on the weekends. We're mm-hmm. across the street from Hardy. That's right. Well, well sure. Yeah. So, I, and, yeah. and and I'm very close to y'all in my new house in Somerville Park. <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> come and see us. Come in Greater Community Bank. What, 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 so give me, let's do some contact information mm-hmm. here around the table. What's, what, what you want to, let's, Terry, uh, your website or Facebook or wherever you want to send people, phone numbers, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. It's terry.ainsworth at greatercommunitybank.com. The website is greater community, wait, greater greater com. But if you do Google greater community bank, it takes you straight to the website. You could do that. Okay. And Rhonda? And the best way to catch me is my cell phone because I may not be in the bank, but that cell phone number is 706-346-0637. And my email is Wallace at greatercb.com. Greatercb.com. Okay. Hardy Realty. Elizabeth, how can people get a hold of you or contact you? Well, the best way to get in contact with me is my cell phone. Um, and my cell phone number is 706-676-2514. And my email um, not, don't really check that as much. <laughs> hey, Colin does all of our checking on our email, but, uh, we have a well, that's joint an honest, email. That is an honest answer right there. <laughs> Elizabeth sells homes. Well, we actually combined our emails. So that email is going to the Powells at hardyrealty.com. The Powells at yeah. hardyrealty.com. So that's, that's your, you, you want to get your cell phone in there? Uh, my cell phone number is 706 844 Four, five, six, seven. You know, a lot of people hit us up on our Facebook, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and they can reach out to us on Colin and Elizabeth Powell, Hardy Realty. So what's uh, what's interesting is like I hi, I I protect my cell phone number like nobody's business, and you guys are out there deal, wheeling and dealing with your cell phone numbers. <laughs> but I'm not going to announce mine on this podcast. But I understand because people can text you, and it's the best way to reach you, so they can do business because you're in the business of wanting to help them. Both both of you want to help people, and whether it's lending money or helping them navigate a loan, or we can help them spend it. Yeah, (laughs) they help them save it. We help them. That's right. Invest it. You help them invest. Help them invest. Uh, but you know, we we talk to customers not only on the cell phone, but by text or by email, and everything's on our phone. So if we start to leave the office and we don't have it, we have to rush back and go get it because. It's we can't operate without having that cell phone with us twenty four hours a day. That's, that's the closest t- that's the thing to a heart attack. It's like when you realize you left your phone somewhere. I know you like, have oh. to go get it. That's where did we do without them? What would, mm. what would, did we do before them? But that's the technology that's constantly growing. So thank you all for being here today. This was actually a great conversation. And again, what we're trying to do is help business connectivity in Rome and Northwest Georgia. Y'all were already connected, but we, we just want to inform. We want to entertain. We want to engage. We want to help create relationships, which help, help grow business. Uh, y'all do that for people all over Rome and Northwest Georgia already doing what you do. So thanks for taking part in the podcast. I uh, hope y'all will come back and see us sometime. Thank you for listening. I'm Roger Manus. You've been listening to Rome Business Radio from our studios at the Rome News Tribune. We'll see you next time.